It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Finally, we can get in touch with our chickens' feelings. This is a useful tool for farmers that they might have someday. Researchers in Japan have fed AI a bunch of chicken sounds, and the AI seems to know what the chickens are feeling. Yeah, with 80% accuracy. And we figured, hey, can Matt Hussey determine how chickens are feeling? So I'm going to play a couple chicken sounds. I know how these chickens are feeling because I downloaded the sounds. Our own Matt Hussey doesn't know. So I'm going to play a chicken sound. You guess how the chicken is feeling. Here's chicken number one. Oh, that chicken in distress, I believe. No, no. That rooster is happy that Doug Ford reversed his decision to develop the green belt. So you got that one wrong. Okay. All right. number, Number two. Here's chicken number two. That's fear, if I ever heard it. There's a coyote about or something. No, no. That hen is frustrated that Apple phones are getting USB-C charging and she now has to throw away her lightning cables. Okay, I hear it now. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Here's chicken number three. (laughs) That chicken is excited. It's excited about something. Uh, What's it excited about? It's excited. uh, Food is coming. Uh, Yeah. The hen is happy that it's pumpkin spice latte season. So you you were close, but technically wrong. Matt Hussey back from his vacation, which he says was fun. He went through the Kitchener-Waterloo airport. Security flagged you. Yeah. What did they find in your carry-on? They saw some suspicious stuff in my carry-on. A long steel thing about five inches long. Yeah, and some harmonicas that are made of metal. Beep, 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 beep. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. Some harmonicas? Yeah, I brought... Plural? Like, you brought more than one harmonica? Turns out four harmonicas in a Ziploc bag looks like a gun. (laughs) (laughs) I'm asking the guy, what, you've never seen harmonicas come through? No, he's like, no. He's like, no, No, I haven't. What kind of hipster are you? You just bring harmonicas to play? Yes. You never know when you're going to pull out the guitar and sing a Bob Dylan tune. Am I right? Hey? No. And at that point, security began beating you. With the harmonicas. (laughs) As they should have. (laughs) Started trying to shoot me with the harmonicas. Yeah. Oh, boy. Did they let you have your harmonicas? They did. They let me take them. And I didn't use them. (laughs) I'm surprised that's that's not a terrorist weapon. Because you could use that on the plane and, like, terrorize all the passengers. It is a terrorist weapon, technically. (laughs) Oh, God, he's doing the Don McLean song again. Oh, God, not the (laughs) harmonica. Not American Pie. Is there harmonica in American Pie? Feels like there is. There might not be. There was a guy, though, on the plane who thought he had his headphones plugged in but didn't and was playing tunes for everybody. Oh, terrible. That's what you get for flying flair. Artificial intelligence, it's everywhere, man. Wow, it's even hitting the seniors' homes now. It is now, dude. It was writing essays, writing emails. There's something else It was, oh, it writes music. It creates new songs and stuff, and now it's keeping seniors' company. Amica Senior Living Facility in West Vancouver. They're experimenting with these little AI dolls. Essentially, it's like a stuffed doll, but it's got a camera and a computer on top of its head, and it recognizes the seniors who live at the seniors' home, and if they give it attention, it will give them attention back. It doesn't talk, though. It just kind of coos. These seniors are going to think they're going nuts. (laughs) (laughs) This thing that looks like a Teletubby enters the room and goes, I'd be pressing some buttons asking for a nurse. <laughs> I'd be beating it with my cane. Oh, for sure. <laughs> this is nuts. 
but apparently they're pretty cute. And some of the seniors were skeptical at first, but they won them over, these little robots. And it's nice that seniors have a way to socialize. We also could visit them. That is another option. But we it's could like, go visit our beautiful seniors. It's like, but it's like a 20 minute drive though. And I'm just so busy right now. Right. Yeah. So it seems like a long drive. Welcomed three kids into the world. And when they're born, I mean, the first thing you want to make sure is, are they breathing? That's yeah. number one. Is this baby alive? Fair, yes. Fair enough. And then you count their fingers and toes. Don't finger shame people who have more or but, less. But it's cool when they're born with extra. Like this baby girl in India, she's actually being hailed as the second coming of a Hindu goddess because she's got six fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot. And they all work in everything. There is one drawback, though. There's one drawback. Like, this poor girl, how will she ever give the middle finger? There's yeah. No, there's no middle finger when you have six. Yeah, it's even. <laughs> and if you can't give the middle finger, how is she supposed to drive in Grand Bend? When you come to vote next election, next federal election, there's going to be a new party on the ballot, maybe. And it's called Canadian Future. Canadian Future? That sounds like an insurance company. I thought it sounded like a 1980s movie starring Michael J. Fox. Right. And We're going to the future. This party is supposed to be between the conservatives and the liberals. So they're uh, more right-leaning than the liberals, but more left-leaning than the conservatives. They're moderate conservatives. Right. So they're new. You, you barely heard of them. They're like the Howie D of politics. Who's that? He's like the guy in Backstreet Boys that no one knows. Oh, Howie. Yeah. Howie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now they got that guy. Howie seemed like the nice one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But Kevin was the best looking. This is neither here nor there. You're a new political party. You need a new political slogan. I tried to look up what the Liberal Party slogan was. Let's keep Canada moving forward for everybody. Couldn't find one on the conservative website. I'm sure the NDP has something nice. I'm thinking you want to differentiate yourself from the mm -hmm. other ones. They're all nice things. Move Canada forward. Let's all be in this together. I'm thinking something like, hey, Canadian future, the no name of politics. Ryder, Canadian future. We'll never do brownface or promote Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. I know who they are now from that. <laughs> right. Canadian future. You hate everyone else. Hate us less. Talking about how when you inadvertently invite a Nazi to your house, which happened last week in Parliament. So we remember President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine. He was at Parliament giving a speech here in Canada, and our Canadian government invited a former Ukrainian soldier in the Second World War. His name is Yaroslav Hunka. He's 98 years old, and he was there to meet President Zelensky. Uh, Hunka lives in Canada now, but Ukrainian president was here. Hey, we're going to bring this Ukrainian veteran to meet the Ukrainian president. And I guess they assume this guy fought on our side of the war as an ally. Which we've now learned he did not. He, he was fought on the Nazi side. So they invited this Nazi to parliament <laughs> and he's getting his couple standing ovations. There was, oh, just great <laughs> job. And this guy must have been thinking like, I guess people's views have really changed toward the Nazis. Nope, well, they just didn't know. Finally, I'm getting some hand claps. So now there are some Jewish advocacy groups who want an apology from Parliament saying, hey, you had a Nazi in Parliament. And you all stood up and clapped for him. <laughs> oh to be fair, God. they didn't know. Our, our Parliament didn't know. They know now. But in the interest of fairness, you have to give it to Hitler. He did kill Hitler. 
And it was not a good weekend for a few riders over at Canada's Wonderland. The Lumberjack ride, it got stuck upside down and there were some riders on it upside down for a half an hour. So at first the guests thought that this was part of the ride. And then they saw the ambulances starting to show up and then realized, oh crap, we're stuck up here upside down and things can happen when you're stuck upside down. Yeah, things can come out of you that were supposed to stay inside of you. I'd probably bleed to death. My <laughs> nose bleeds so easy. To be fair, even just sitting in your office chair, you have a risk of bleeding to death. I do. You have a serious problem and you should get it checked out. True enough, but imagine that some people probably puked up their funnel cake at the very least. Maybe. Oof. Maybe. And it was probably just as delicious coming up as it was going down. Probably. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. If you drop your phone, your smartwatch into a porta potty, do you or do you not go after it? Tell me about this story. I had this discussion with my kids actually because we were using a lot of porta potties on the trails in Tofino. Um, I don't go in. To me, it's a lost cause because I've heard stories of people getting stuck. Like this lady. This lady in Michigan. She dropped her Apple Watch in a porta potty or in one of those outhouses, went in after it, got stuck in there, had to call the police. I'm assuming she got her Apple Watch or had a phone, called the police. Police show up. They had to like lower something to hoist her out of this porta potty. She was just up to her neck and crap. And this would be the crap of thousands of people, potentially. Hey, let's not exaggerate. It's only the crap of hundreds of people. Hundreds of people. (laughs) To me, it's a lost cause. It's an Apple Watch. You can get a new one. They sell more of those. Good God. Yeah, they're not limited edition. You can just go to the store and buy a new one. And the embarrassment of it all, too. Police coming and... You're a police officer. Like, it's your job to put yourself in the line of danger to help other people. Yeah. Firefighters are the same thing. It's like, like I'm prepared to run into a building. It's like, I don't know if you expect to be covered in human feces. Hoisting people out of porta potties. Oh, what a nightmare. They don't teach you that in police school. No. That would be terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Let's say she got her watch. Let's say she had her watch in her hand when police rescued her. Like, there's not enough cleaning you can do to that. You're always going to smell it. You can buy all new clothes. You can have a shower many, many times. So that watch, you're always, even if it doesn't smell, even if you get every speck of poo on that watch. Memory has a smell. You're going to like, I thought I smelled something. Was it the watch? It's got to be the watch. Uh, No, you know what? It's fine. I'm just driving through Dungan. Apparently, there's this contest going on where if you find something specific in Lake Huron or Lake Michigan, you could win a night stay in a lighthouse? Explain. Yeah, wouldn't this be nice to have a night stay in a lighthouse? All you have to do is find a message in a bottle. So up in Michigan, you know the northern part where Lake Michigan meets Lake Huron? And this is where they've thrown these bottles. And this is where this tallest lighthouse on the Great Lakes is situated. And they thought they'd have a little contest where you can sleep over in the lighthouse. So all you have to do is find one of these messages in a bottle. And I'm thinking some of these messages could come down Lake Huron. End up on our shore. Okay. Did you? Is that something you've ever thought about, sleeping in a lighthouse? Because we have one here in the town of Godrich. No, because of all the light. Yeah. It'd kind of wake you up, wouldn't it? Every two seconds. Be a bad sleep. Is that light flashing every uh, once in a while? What's that light? Uh, what's that light? Yeah. If you've ever dreamed about sleeping in the lighthouse, you can do it right here in Godrich. All you need is a crowbar and a flashlight. What's the farthest you've ever run? I think a 10K. Get a 10K? Look at you. 10K. That's not too much, but yeah. I stopped after that. You ever do a half marathon? 
No, how much is that? Uh, 21 kilometers. Okay, well, I could probably handle it. No, you couldn't. Stop lying well, to I people. I think I could. No, I can bench like 400 pounds. I did 10K. Stop no, it. I did 10K, no problem, except my feet gave out. Yeah, that is a problem. That is a That's problem. not no problem. Yeah. There is a marathon run this weekend in Montreal, the Marathon Beneva de Montreal. And there was two people doing, not just two people, but a bunch of people doing the half marathon, two people of which had heart attacks Whoa. toward the end of the finish line. Thankfully, they're doing okay. Paramedics were on the scene. They were able to resuscitate them, take them to hospital. The two people are on the med now. It's pretty rare to have Do- this happen. Doesn't happen too often. Yeah, one out of 80,000 will suffer a cardiac arrest while look, running a marathon. Look at you, yeah. looking up statistics on that. I've never run one, but one time I ran 12 kilometers to my ex's house to tell her I didn't need her anymore. And she was like, what are you doing here? And that was 22 years ago. And I was like, yeah, I, I knew you still thought about me. Nice when you see those videos pop up on your social media, somebody helping out an animal, a dog that's homeless, and they bring it in, and yeah. suddenly it's got a full coat of hair, and it's happy. I don't know. And, you, and Sarah McLaughlin in the background some, singing. Some sad piano music with a sad Canadian singer, songwriter. There's this place. It's a donkey sanctuary over in Estevan, Saskatchewan, called Happy Little Hooves. Ah, oh. And they take in uh, donkeys and ponies who have uh, medical or behavioral needs oh so it's like a treatment program for jackasses pretty much yeah do you belong there (laughs) do you need to go to happy hooves i know some people that maybe do i donkeys are cute and i feel like a donkey with behavioral issues would be even cuter it's like no donkey stop biting (laughs) ow (laughs) donkey you can't say that that's racist (laughs) oh my gosh Fine, donkey, we'll let you on the radio. And that's how we hired Matt Hussey. Just to catch you up, the Speaker of the House of Commons invited a World War II Nazi veteran to Parliament last week. He has since resigned his post, or today will be his last day for Anthony Rhoda, Speaker of the House. Yeah. And a Hollywood celebrity heard wind of uh, the Nazi coming to Canada. Tell me which celebrity is not coming here anymore. B-list celebrity, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider, who yeah. you remember from 1999's Deuce Bigelow Male Gigolo. Oh, don't forget about the European Gigolo follow-up. Yeah, that was four years later. He was also in 2002's The Hot Chick. Oh, that guy. It was about the last time he was relevant. He said, I've canceled my upcoming visit to Canada because of this whole kerfuffle in the parliament there. He has a long rant. He talks about the trucker convoy at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, I just can't. This guy fought for Hitler, he said. Not like what we call people Hitler today. <laughs> the Hitler. Like an actual Adolf Hitler. The OG Hitler, yeah. Which is, he's not wrong. This is embarrassing for Canada. They didn't realize he fought for the other side. But this is Rob Schneider. You think there's anybody who was like, did you see what Rob Schneider wrote? I was so looking forward to his visit. <laughs> Wonder what Steve Gutenberg feels about the Nazi. Peel Region Police are acknowledging that coffee mishaps are brutal, but they don't constitute an emergency call. Brutal? Did they use the word brutal? That's what they said. It's brutal when it happens, but it's not a reason to call 911 like this guy called because they messed up his ice cap order. Here's the call here to 911. 911, do you need a police fire ambulance? Oh, police? This is a police emergency. 
So basically, I bought an ice cap from uh, Tim Hortons. Is this a life or death emergency, sir? Uh, no, it's like I bought one, but then they're not giving me a replacement. Okay, I'm going to give you the phone number for the non-emergency line, okay? I think I'm good. Gosh, she, she was gracious, really. That dispatcher even offering the number for non... That's not even a police non-emergency <laughs> no, issue. I know. That's not even an issue at all, really. How many times have you got an order wrong at the drive-thru? Yeah, it happens. It happens. There's human beings working behind the counter, and human beings make mistakes. Exactly. It happens. We're talking through a speaker, for one. I can't hear people when they call me on the phone. I'd be terrible at the drive-thru. Some drive-thrus are still pretty bad. The McDonald's one is weirdly clear. Oh, like yeah. it's it's like they have like a professional grade radio microphone. It's like a Bose speaker in there. <laughs> They're all decked out. <laughs> They're blaring trance music in McDonald's. They don't get your order wrong there. No, they don't get your order wrong at McDonald's. Never happened. I get this. All right, I get it. The story is a Canadian fighter pilot over in England was doing a flight, doing a run. And what I didn't know, I learned this this morning, is when you are tracking planes on a radar, and you, there's a lot of services online you can track these fighter pilots, they have a call sign, something that shows up on the radar. It's four letters and two numbers. And this pilot is getting in trouble because they managed to change their call sign to D-I-C-K-6-9. Oh, oh. The, old, <laughs> the old Dick 69. Yes, Matthew. Thanks. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have a little fun on the job, right? Come on. Uh, they're getting in a lot of trouble for this because international communities can see this and it's v considered like very inappropriate for uh -huh. the armed forces. So somebody's getting a talking to. But in my experience, there's a couple industries where people just talk real dirty. Sports is one of them. You ever go to like a football locker room? Disgusting. Mm. I've been around veterans before, mind you, veterans around my age, and I've heard swear words from them that I didn't know existed. Oh. They're, ve they're a very creative bunch. Right. So, like, if you're giving four letters and two numbers to anybody, like, the dirtiest people are armed forces, athletes, and then probably the men who walk around naked at the Godrich YMCA locker room. Finally, some nice news. A few years ago, there was this plan to expand broadband internet across rural Ontario, the far reaches, because those areas were underserviced. So since then, we got an update from Huron County Council. Hurontel, local internet provider, has expanded high-speed internet to 109 kilometers of roadway in the country, affecting 480 new homes and businesses who now have high-speed internet where they didn't used to. Tucker Smith Communications, another one, did 62 kilometers of fiber optic wiring for high-speed internet. Oh, finally, you can upload those pictures of your cat and there show you. the world. <laughs> the whole world can see boots. The whole world wants to see boots your cat. And uh, it's going to take a few more years to expand to the far reaches, but one day, every home, every barn, every business in Huron County will be able to quickly and efficiently creep the person they had a crush on in high school on Facebook. One day, finally. It'll be possible for you to... There was an incident over in Greece. A flock of sheep found their way into a marijuana greenhouse and ate 600 pounds of marijuana. 600 pounds of weed? Just mow down on it. The greenhouse grower pretty upset about this. Yeah, of course. Naturally. <laughs> this poor shouty Greek dude, super upset. Chest hair waving in the wind. Ah, the I, sheep! Uh, what accent was that, I don't that you know. just did? He was, uh, he was upset anyway, but, uh, you know... 
I feel bad for the sheep. That would have been quite a trip for them. You think the sheep were having a little bit of a trip? Think they were going crazy? They're probably like, whoa. Wool sounds like whoa. Whoa. Our eyes are circles, but our pupils are square. Wool. Whoa. Do you think those puffy things in the sky are giant sheep, bro? Whoa. I hope my coat gets turned into a nice pair of socks and not a towel for a stinky hippie. Oh, I never thought about it before. Whoa. Humans make sweaters out of our sweaters, dude. Whoa. Whoa. I recently did a flight from BC to Ontario, and on the flight, there was some guy who wasn't using his headphones. He was cranking up the speakers on his iPad. He thought he had his headphones on. And as the plane was taking off, he played the song Knocking on Heaven's Door of all songs. That's I, ominous. I thought we were going to die. But that wasn't nearly as bad as this poor couple. They got really good seats on a plane, business class. And they look over, sitting next to them is a dog. Hey, that's awesome. I, I like this story so far. Well, it's an emotional support dog that likes to fart. Oh, okay. And so this was a 13-hour flight for them. And they asked the people on board, hey, can we move our seats? Like, I don't, I pay big bucks not to smell dog farts. So they ended up being back in economy. They complained to the airline. Finally, they got their $1,400 refund. The story ends good. They're going to donate it to a seeing-eye dog charity. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with that charity. I thought they were going to donate it to like a... Some kind of bowel, like Crohn's and colitis, some kind of charity that deals with people's bowels. Right, or like a, they should invent a gas X for dogs. Okay. You know, maybe there needs to be some research done there. Raise some money for that, maybe. Yeah, Raise boy. some awareness. Either way, I don't know, I'd put up with it. Yeah, no, you're stuck, you're stuck on a plane. If I was outside, maybe I can just walk away, but you can't. I mean, you technically can walk out of an airplane, but it's very frowned upon. So it's officially not summer anymore. It's been fall for a few days, and man, I don't know about you, I ate good this summer. Oh, I did too. A lot of barbecue, a lot of brisket, ribs, chicken, uh, a lot of tacos on the griddle. Are you just going to name foods for the Dude, next five minutes? I was eating like oh, you mofo, ate it all. and my waistline uh, shows for it. What was I trying to say? I've gotten fat is what I'm trying to oh, say. Your waistline tells the tale. So now I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight. I bring my my almonds and my dried apricots to work like a loser. When I feel bad about myself, when I'm looking in the mirror and I'm trying to have some body positivity, I channel one very special person. Say it with me, Matt. The, the Pope. Pope. I'm always telling you, you're too hard on yourself when it comes to body shaming yourself. No, that's how I get motivated. I look in the mirror and say, you fat moron. You don't even have hair. You're letting yourself get fat. What's wrong with you? And that motivates me to do just one more push-up. Okay, well, it's not, it's not very nice to yourself. You should be more like what the Pope says. So the Pope was recently talking to a group and body shaming came up. And he says, regardless of you being fat, thin, short, tall, the important thing is to live in harmony. Harmony in your hearts. Okay. Feel good inside. Everyone's nice. beautiful. That's nice. Doesn't work for me, though. Okay. Can, can, can the Pope yell at me while I'm doing chin-ups? Maybe. Be like, yeah, get at least to the bottom, chin. You got three of them. Can he, can he motivate me like that? Right. So you like to be motivated that way. That's fair. Okay. He also brought up plastic surgery. He says, plastic surgery serves no purpose because 
its beauty is going to fade eventually. He brought up plastic surgery? Yeah. Don't involve Dolly Parton in this. Yeah. We love her the way she is. She's a saint. Yeah, and you know what? I'm Muslim now. We love Dolly Parton. Sometimes it's nice to have a kid birthday party to celebrate. And you, What a weird sentence. Sometimes it's nice to have a kid birthday party. Yeah, you invite all the friends from school and you have a great old time. <laughs> it was just a kid birthday party. I hadn't heard it described <laughs> yeah, quite weird. that way. Yeah, you want to celebrate with the kids and go doing it outside. You do it in a park somewhere. You find a picnic table. Clean up is pretty easy, right? I remember having some birthday parties outside. Your parents take you to a local playground with the other kids. And you have your birthday party. It's good fun. Down in Mexico, though. Mom was having a birthday party for her 15-year-old boy down in Monterey. And food's all sprawled out on the table. They're eating. And a black bear rolls around and starts eating all their food. Just starts eating all their Mexican. And there's video of it. Apparently, they were having tacos and enchiladas. Mm. Damn, that's nice. Uh, that bear. bear ain't good. Whew, that bear's going to feel weird, potentially. <laughs> that bear's going to need a bathroom. I, it also makes a little more sense in Mexico because I don't know if you've ever had a bunch of Mexican food. It smells really good. And that smell carries. Not quite the problem we have in Huron County. Where when we picnic, we eat the classic Huron County signature meal. A plain bagel with a bottle of water. And a side of mashed potatoes. Mm-mm. Oh, this mashed potatoes are spicy. What's in this? Milk? Don't call in a bomb threat to your school if you need the day off. Don't pull the fire alarm either, because that's not going to give you the day off. Also, it's volunteer fire service here. Don't ruin their day. Somebody flooded our school once. How'd they, yeah. how'd they do that? Well, there's like a container with a big fire hose in it, and they turned it on. Flooded the school. Holy moly. Yeah, and that was a day off school. That was Effie Medill or East Wawanosh? And there was, uh, that was Effie Medill. There was, <laughs> there was a big test that day. Nice. Made me wonder. All right. 13-year-old out of Hamilton. Uh, being charged for calling it a bomb threat to an elementary school. And we're saying don't do that. If you're going to do something, use the technology we have. Oh, we've got the technology now. Okay, you're trying to close down your school. Bomb threat, not the right way to go. Legal avenues you have to go through after that. Best approach, you secretly record your principal. Doesn't have to be anything controversial. Just talk to your principal. Hi, how's your morning going? Then you run that video through AI and you post one of those deep fakes where it looks like your principal's talking. It's their face. It's their voice. And they're telling everyone, hey, school is shut down for the week and we're giving you all a million dollars. <laughs> now, I think you'll get in trouble with that. Alternately, maybe they could call our newsroom here. And say the school's canceled. And then you'll post it on social media and, and <laughs> people won't show up. Because we just no, believe everything we're told. Please don't do that. Or, you know what? Even simpler, just call in and say, I have COVID. It's easy. Oh, that's a good one. Easy. It's the new bomb threat. Oh, yeah. You got a test? Just say you got COVID. Yeah. What are they going to do? Not let you write the test? And Yeah, that's a good idea. You can even send a photo. Uh, Google images of a positive COVID test. It's so easy. There you go. Or if you actually have COVID right now or have a friend who has COVID, have them send you like seven pictures of their positive test. So that way you can send a different one each time you're claiming you have COVID. You've got it all figured out. Right, this is the seventh time Kaylee Ann got COVID. I'm having a hard time remembering when the last time it was I wore a face covering to protect from COVID. Whenever I go to the doctor's office, I believe they still enforce that at the Maitland Valley Family Health Team. Right. A few other places, some hospitals still enforce it. Over in British Columbia, they're bringing it back 
mandatory for hospitals, family doctor's offices, and clinics effective on Tuesday. Well, there's a lot more of COVID going around again. I know somebody who has COVID right now, so it is going around. And Matt and I were discussing, do you think it'll happen here in Ontario? Not sure if it'll happen, but I wouldn't mind because the masks have their benefits. Are they a little unpleasant? Whatever. But the grocery store was the best place to have a mask. I liked it because people didn't know who you were. You could get your shopping done. Well, no, no, hold on. They knew who you were, but we could all pretend not to recognize each other. Like, I know that's Jim, but I'll just pretend I don't know that's Jim because he has a mask on. Pretend my glasses are fogged up. Yeah, and then you could also mumble under the mask, which was kind of convenient. Yes. Yeah, like, oh, God, just pick up a bunch of bananas already. They're all green, just pick some. Oh, they're all the same. I liked it in the cold weather. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a, like a mask. It's like wearing a balaclava, but none. I still have the masks in my van, actually, and I've used them for weird things. Uh, I had to pick up my dog crap once. <laughs> I didn't have a doggy bag. It actually worked quite well to pick up the dog crap. I hope you didn't reuse that. No. Okay. Uh, no, I didn't. It was also good for uh, settling my bloody nose. I get bloody noses all the time. Bro, do you keep napkins in the car? Well, they weren't accessible at the time, but the masks were right there, so I grabbed like three masks. It works to stop the blood. Oh, dude, my armrest is just stacked with Domino's pizza napkins. Whenever I'm in there, I just I reach my hand into the napkin dispenser and grab like a stack. The bloody masks, however, I am going to reuse. People will stay clear of me. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, what does he have? We're talking about all the important topics this morning, masks and lactating dogs. There's this dog, farm dog, out in Barhead, Alberta, dog by the name of Jade. Went through a false pregnancy earlier this year, ended up lactating, which is a weird thing to talk about on the radio. But it's relevant because there was also some kittens in the barn that were abandoned by Mama Kitten. And Jade, the lactating dog, started nursing the kittens yeah just looking after these kittens the kittens are growing up strong what a nice story but you know what no one's talking about with this story is we're like oh that's so cute when a dog and cat do that but if we did this as humans we're animals too if brenda took in a bunch of raccoons that she found on luck line abandoned and started nursing them we would find that odd, wouldn't we? Yeah, we'd be talking about Brenda on Facebook. We wouldn't be nominating her to be a local hero. We'd be going, oh, <laughs> Ugh, Brenda. But you know what? It should be just as beautiful. You're helping raccoons. I'm not saying I'm judging Brenda. I'm just saying I'm not sitting next to her in church. This is no laughing matter, so serious faces on. This counselor in Pickering, her name's Lisa Robinson, She called out a couple constituents on her personal Facebook for complaining about her. She called them out by name, and the integrity commissioner ruled that that's equal to bullying, and she's being docked 30 days of pay as a counselor for the city of Pickering. So then she took herself off Facebook, right? No, the opposite. She doubled down. She had a Facebook post on Facebook, and let me read this directly so I don't mince words. Quote, Council voted to have me work for free for the next 30 days for a sarcastic remark on my personal Facebook post. I am now a modern day slave. Oh, my God. So now she's taking down her Facebook page, right? Uh, I don't think so. I think she's still on Facebook. Dude, people just, it's okay to admit you're wrong. It's okay to be wrong sometimes. You say something that's inappropriate and you didn't know, just 
take it on the chin and say, listen, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I know now. I know better. But And you realize you don't have to post on Facebook. No. Complain to the people in your lives. Don't post online. A- and there is a delete button. <laughs> and, and you can sit there and think about what you said. Also, slaves. Oh. Like, there's things we all know about. You don't mention Hitler and Nazis. They learned that the hard way in Parliament last week. Slaves. Don't mention slaves. No. All right. Oh, and also, like, it shouldn't have to be said, but lady, you can leave the job. Like, slaves were considered property. They were people who were considered property. You can leave your job and get another job, bro. You can walk right into a Starbucks and you can complain about how the mocha latte is worse than Hitler. November 1st, you can no longer share your Disney Plus password. Oh, that's not very nice of Mickey Mouse. He doesn't care about your feelings. It's cracking down. So why, why do you think he wears gloves? Yeah. So there's no fingerprints when he chokes you out. Right. Uh, Disney's going to introduce a higher subscription price without ads and then a cheaper one that does have ads. Oh, so we're just back to TV again. Pre- pretty much. Regular yeah. old TV. Except TV on demand. Sometimes I like the ads, though. It gives you time to go to the fridge, right, and get, to get some more food. What's wrong with you? Right? No, you can pause a show. Oh, right. There's a pause button. Oh, you are old. You are an old man. But the money might be worth it if you have young kids. Worth paying the extra money. That way your kids are distracted and you have time to focus on the thing that we all as adults now share. Depression. I used to watch E.T. Canada. They'd show movie trailers and stuff that you wouldn't be able to see in theaters. They'd show them for the first time on E.T. Canada. I grew up watching that. And after 18 seasons, E.T. Canada is going off the air. Yeah, it's the Canadian version of entertainment tonight, except instead of interviewing Beyonce, they interview Biff Naked. You know, like a <laughs> popular Canadian. Hey, I, I like Biff Naked. <laughs> or Carly Rae Jepsen or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, a lot, yeah. Of, a lot of Canadian news, but <laughs> it's kind of a bummer, right? Last episode's going to be October 6th, 6th. Chorus Entertainment, who owns that show, they say uh, it's the cost of producing a daily show in a challenging advertising environment, whatever the hell that means. It's just tough because where am I supposed to get my celebrity gossip aside from TMZ? Newsweek. Us Weekly. E. Daily Mail. Reddit. Page Six. People. Harper's Bazaar. HuffPost Celebrity. Cosmo. And Yahoo. It just creeps up on you. Getting old. It just happens. Mm-hmm. And I, it's a very old person thing to say. But yesterday, our own Matt Hussey, he held my hand and he guided me into old age by taking me to the Godrich Pickleball Courts. You're one foot in the grave now, buddy. <laughs> and here's the, here's the thing that makes me sound the oldest. I had a great time. <laughs> I'm in, dude. I'm into pickleball. This is the thing. I think this is the best kept secret of seniors. They keep selling us this idea that pickleball is for the older generation, just so the young people don't show up at the courts. But the joke is, though, when me and you were there yesterday, while we were playing, it looked like some high school age kids had come and they were playing as well. Yes, and every young person I know that's tried pickleball is instantly addicted. Your son's in his early 20s, loves pickleball. It's his favorite game. And then we, we were talking off mic. And we realized I'm starting to do a few things. Well, yeah, I wasn't going to say anything, but uh, your breakfast is soup, for one. Literally my first meal of the, <laughs> and that, of the day is a vegetable soup. And you're up early, so you you have your lunch while we're doing the morning show. Yeah. And I look over and it's dried apricots. Oh, my God. 
And, and and didn't you sneeze once and put out your back? Sometimes you just get out of bed and you put out your back. That's another sign. And I'm wondering what the next sign is going to be. Bird watching? Maybe. You doing that yet? Dude, I have a bird feeder outside my window and I sometimes I'll just sit there. Here's something I did recently. I asked the people at the restaurant if they could turn down the music. <gasps> That's the ultimate. Oh, oh my God. No. I'm getting older. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the next thing is casual sexism. This is for real. So there's this new organization that started called PARX. And what they are doing is they are allowing your physician, your medical doctor, real deal doctor, to prescribe you a trip to the zoo. The idea behind this, it's a mental health initiative. If you go to your doctor and you display signs of mental health issues and your doctor feels like you need to be outside and maybe socialize a little more, your doctor can write you a prescription from... P-A-R-X, this new organization, for 50% off a ticket to the Toronto Zoo. Yeah, they call it a nature prescription. Isn't the zoo kind of the opposite of nature? You don't <laughs> like the zoo very much. Well, You're always crapping on the zoo, especially the Canada portion. You're like, I'm not paying to go to the zoo to watch a raccoon. Yeah, but it's a bunch of animals <laughs> not in their natural environment. No, they're in the natural environment we've created <laughs> right. for them. <laughs> like, nothing's better for your mental health than watching a caged gorilla eat its own feces. Mm-mm. I feel happier already. When you are starting to get a cold, when you feel the sniffles coming on, do you have something you do? Do you have like a, oh, I better get some vitamin C? I used to do the vitamin C thing, but then I heard that was kind of a scam. Like you'd need like a dump truck of vitamin C to have any effect on your cold. Basically, there's no cure for the cold. You just have to wait out the three or four days and that's it, right? Well, there's one company that says they help, but now they're being sued from people who say you don't help at all. I've known some people who in the past, they take cold effects when they're getting a cold. Yeah, you see the first symptoms of it and they claim that it will stop your cold or decrease the effects of the cold or something. And now they're being sued for that. <laughs> there's been a class action lawsuit against the company that makes cold effects for pretty much uh, lying Pretty much saying, hey, you say that you have all these clinical studies proving your thing works, but that's not true. <laughs> Do we even know what's in this stuff? I don't know what's in cold effects. Probably just ibuprofen or something. Or if that. I don't know what's inside yeah. of it, but either way, they're getting sued right now. And when I have a cold, I deal with it the way every real man should deal with a cold. Complaining incessantly. Yeah. You just complain about your sniffly nose how much your throat hurts and your eyes. How you're about to die. Yeah. Yeah. And I need you to make me soup, okay? I'm in a lot of pain. Oh. And a lot of studies have proven that male colds are just as bad as uh, birth pains. Uh, they were male studies, but I, I'm sure they're just as true as the cold effects thing. Send your complaints to fatty at country1049.ca. Fatty spelled F-A-D-I. We've been hearing a little bit about uh, literacy and math rates going down during the pandemic here in Ontario. Well, here's some good news. Literacy rates improved in Ontario this year, according to the EQAO. 73% of third graders met the standard for literacy this year. That's up from 65% last year. So that's a nice bump. That's good. 8% bump there. Now those kids will be able to read the part on their report card where they failed third grade. I think it's going to be mid to late October is when uh, all the COVID-19 vaccine clinics are going to be reopening again here in Huron and Perth counties. And another 
vaccine for COVID-19 has been approved. The Pfizer vaccine. Oh, got approved. The Pfizer. Remember, we were all so hoity-toity about our vaccines. I want the Pfizer vaccine. Not that dirty AstraZeneca. Oh, I've heard terrible things. My pearls. Yeah, that's one thing I wasn't anticipating when I went to the Vax Clinic. All the choices. It was like you had to choose your pop or something. Do you want Coke, Sprite, Pepsi? They, they had a whole list of them. I'm like, I don't know. Just jab me with a needle and get it done. <laughs> They're all bottled at the same <laughs> facility. But Pfizer and Moderna were like, okay, so growing up for me, uh, all the cool kids had the Nike tearaway track pants. Oh, yeah. And I had the, at the time, it was uh, byway track pants. So mm-hmm. I wasn't the cool. So the AstraZeneca is like the byway track pants and the Pfizer is the Nike. Do you think people actually thought they were better if they got the Pfizer? Yes. Oh, I hear the Coopers got the AstraZeneca. <laughs> they would. Now, I know a lot of people are scared of needles. And if you're scared of needles, don't worry. You only need to get this vaccine for the rest of your life. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast.